Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm so excited to talk to you today about how to keep your kitchen counter clean. Three easy tricks to get organized. I know my kitchen counter can collect so many things, right? You look at it and it seems like no matter what I do, things land on it and just make more things. And then they collect more things and then they just have a party and some more things arrive. There's mail and homework and random pieces of paper that are sent home and artwork and stuff from the garage that gets left there, right? And there's Nerf gun bullets and toys, mainly books, candles, water bottles, food, all sorts of things. And it all just lands on the kitchen counter. Sometimes it stays there for a while, sometimes it moves on. But looking at all that stuff, can just give you anxiety and make you feel a bit overwhelmed. I have to say, I am definitely a neat freak by nature. To some of the detriment of my family, I'm sure they love it. No, just kidding. I'm constantly relocating things that are out that I want to be put away. So when I see a bunch of stuff out, it gives me anxiety. And so I think, oh, we got to clean this up. So I start cleaning it up and going to put things away and putting away books or candles or water bottles or things that are, you know, just out. There's always stuff with kids and your husband. They leave stuff everywhere. And so sometimes I'm just not into it most of the time. I just feel like I just need a clean slate. Let's just get this cleaned up. <laughs> and to the detriment of my kids, I am constantly moving things and relocating them. And they're like, hey, I was using that. Where did my water bottle go? Oh, I was reading my book. Where did my book go? <laughs> so just to say they have learned to deal with it and learned that things move around. And so if they want their stuff, they better pick it up. <laughs> But if you are not such a neat freak as me and super crazy, just uh, pretend you're not. But I still have things all over my kitchen counter as well, even though I try to pick them up all the time. But I have found that 
there's three easy tricks that really keep me sane and help me pick up things all the time. So even if you are not a neat freak like me and you would like just one thing in your life of a clean kitchen just for once, that can happen. Your dreams can come true of having a nice, clean, sparkly kitchen every once in a while. So here are three easy tricks that I have used. Super easy and super helpful. So grab a pen or paper and write these down because they are so easy and they have saved me so much stress and anxiety and just overwhelm seeing things all over the place. So these can also be adaptable to other rooms in your house. This does not have to be just for the kitchen counter. But if let's say you want to try to be more organized this next year or you're really wondering how you can keep things a little bit more tidy so that you can find things later, like that missing piece of homework that your kid was supposed to turn in or that letter that you're supposed to sign and then return by yesterday, all the things. These are three super easy tricks that I have that help me keep things nice and tidy without a lot of stress, without a lot of time and save me so much mental anxiety. All right, here we go. So number one, everything has a home. Everything you have out needs to have a home. So whether it be mail or papers, maybe those go in an office or a bin. Maybe you have, this is the bin where all the mail and things go. And then over the weekend, I look through it all or on Friday morning or whatever you have. So you need to have a home for each thing. And sometimes it's really hard to figure out where should this thing live? For example, we found a dice that was in the couch that must go to some game, right? But where does that go? And so I think, well, where would I look for it? If I was looking for this tiny little dice and we had opened up this game and we're looking for it, where would I look? So if you have something that doesn't have a home or a home does not come to mind for it, then think about where would you look for it? Put it somewhere where you would look for it. In this case, I put that small tiny dice in. We have a miscellaneous drawer in the kitchen where rubber bands go and pens and pencils and all the things, right? So it went in there with tiny items. So that is definitely where I would look for something like there's tiny screws that we found that are to something that we don't know, right? Or a tiny piece of plastic that you think might have come from a toy or a ball, a marble, all those little tiny things, right? So they have a little spot within that drawer that is a little spot for miscellaneous items. So number one is that everything has a home. And if you have trouble finding a home for it, put it somewhere where you would look for it. If you were looking for this item, ask yourself, where would you look? And then put it there. Number two, everything that does not have a home, put in one spot. So this may be, maybe you don't have a good system for your mail, or maybe you don't have a good system for sending things back or homework or something that is out on your counter. You just don't have a good system for it. It just doesn't have a home. Maybe it's keys. Maybe it's just something that you don't have 
a system for. It doesn't have a place and you're not really sure where, or maybe you don't use it that often. It's just kind of sad <laughs> and it doesn't have a home and you're not really sure where to put it either. So put it in a beautiful decorative basket or a bin with a lid on it or a beautiful bowl or something nice. Just have one designated spot where you put everything that doesn't have a home that is traveling from place to place or that you don't know. This is especially helpful for if you have just had it and you have had enough of your kitchen being a disaster, you can just take your hand and you run it across the counter and dump everything into a bin. That works too. So just have everything that has a home goes to a home. Everything that does not have a home goes in a beautiful decorative basket. And number three. So number one is everything has a home. Everything that doesn't have a home gets put in one spot altogether with the rest of its friends. Number three is to reset two to three times per day. So putting things in step one or step two. For example, when you reset, you might pick up all the water bottles that are on the counter and put them right next to the stairs because they usually travel upstairs to the kids' bedrooms. Or pick up all the books and the candles and things and put them on the stairs because those travel upstairs to the kids' rooms, so that's where they go. Or return things to the garage. Or pick up the Nerf gun bullets and go put them back in the garage. Or pick up the tiny dice and put it in the miscellaneous drawer. So you're putting things back where they go according to step one or step two, whether it has a home or put it in the basket if it does not have a home. Now it's key to reset two to three times per day. So you just do a five to 10 minute reset. You clean off your counters and reset, put things back where they need to go. It will really only take five to 10 minutes and you will feel so much better. Now, the best time to do a reset is definitely right after a meal. So for example, I reset the kitchen two times during the week. And then when the kids are home from school and everybody's all crazy, I usually reset the kitchen three times during the day on the weekends. So this means after breakfast, after everybody's had breakfast and they've headed off to school, and then I come back and kind of reset anything else that hasn't been taken care of. Dishes go in the sink, the counter gets wiped down. If there's mail or other things, things go back to where they need to be. Just a nice little reset. Almost like if you've ever seen, oh, it's not uh, one of the Pixar flicks where it has the alien and he's trying to operate this spaceship. He's not really sure how to do it. And it's almost like a driver's ed course. And the really big alien in the end takes care of everything. But they go and try to take this one guy out of his house. It's a farmhouse. And the little alien knocks everything over and destroys everything. And so then the big alien has to reset it and put it all back. And it just kind of magically goes back together. So it's just like that. You're just magically putting everything back where it goes, which should only take five to 10 minutes. So reset your kitchen, put things back where they go. If you have little kids, they can help you. If they haven't gone to school, they can help you put things in the dishwasher. They can help you clean off and wipe the countertops. They can take things to different places around the house of where they go. So reset 
your kitchen two to three times a day. As I said, I like to reset it after mealtime. So after breakfast, clean up and reset. And especially after dinner is really encouraged. If you're only going to do it once a day, which is totally fine, do it after dinner. So that the next day you walk into the kitchen and it's beautiful and it's fresh and the counters are all cleaned off and everything is ready to go for that next new day. It will really encourage you. It is a huge game changer because you don't walk into a long to-do list that has already started. You get to start fresh with that new to-do list that's already on your mind that you're already thinking of diving into. So definitely plan to do a nice little reset after dinner and put everything away. As I said, I like to do three kind of resets over the weekend because my children love to snack like most children. And so they will just leave cereal boxes out on the kitchen counter and eat cereal for three or four times in the morning as if they're eating breakfast over and over and over again. So I have found that if I kind of reset after breakfast and put everything away, then it reminds them that right now is not a time to eat. You've already eaten breakfast, go play outside, and then they can eat lunch a little bit later. But if they just kind of graze all throughout the morning because stuff is out, then they end up not eating lunch, and then they're hungry earlier for dinner, and then it's kind of all wonkety. So my recommendation would be to tidy up your kitchen after mealtimes. Now, as I said, these three simple, easy tricks Number one, everything has a home. Number two, everything that does not have a home, put in a decorative basket or some kind of bin. You can put a bin with a lid on it and slide it underneath something. But make sure number one, everything has a home. Number two, everything does not have a home now has the bin or the home it will all be with its friends. And number three, that you do a reset after every meal, twice a day, maybe three times a day. If you really can't get to it, once a day. And the reset should really only be five to 10 minutes. You're just putting things back where they go, taking a deep breath, wiping off the counter, and you are good to go. Keeping surfaces in your home clean and tidy can definitely be tricky, but visually it sends the sign to your brain, the sign and signals that tell your brain there is less stuff to deal with. There is less stress, less overwhelm, less tasks, your brain is able to take a deep breath. I think this is especially true in women, maybe some for men, but when you see a surface that has a bunch of stuff, at least for me, I get anxious about it because I think of all the things I have to do with all that stuff. This is here because I have to take it to run an errand. This is here because I have to iron it. This is here because it's broken and I have to fix it. So all the things, whereas if those things are taken away or not there, then I feel so much lighter because I don't have all these tasks that I have to do. So as a bonus, when you keep your kitchen counters nice and fresh and clean or any other part of your house, it will just help your brain take a deep breath. And as you work from home, you won't look around and feel overwhelmed. You won't feel like, oh, there's this giant pile of laundry that I never get to. 
oh, there's these counters that still have this other box and this thing that's sitting here. Oh, this thing needs to go over here and I still haven't fixed it or taken it to that place. And I just don't have any time to do it today. So it'll be another week until I finally move it from that location. Take a deep breath and know that if you take a small amount of time just to reset, you will feel so much better. It's super easy. And as I said, you can apply it to any room in your house just to reset, put the things away that have a home, put all the things that do not have a home in a decorative basket all together so that they can hang out and do this two to three times a day. All right. Well, I hope that this has helped and that this podcast has blessed you and encouraged you and given you practical tools that you can do every day to save time and keep your house organized and keep balance between work and life and family and all the things. It is my prayer for you that this is helpful. I would love to hear from you either if you want to leave a review or come on over to our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management, and just come on over and hang out in our community. We would love it. And now, until next time, go and have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 